Hello, and welcome to the Bookish Banter Podcast, where we'll be sharing our opinions about our favorite books, authors, and bookish impulse buys. Follow along on our journey to finishing and sharing our endless TBR. Go ahead and subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at the Bookish Banter Podcast. Let's get started. This episode contains spoilers from Throne of Glass and A Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J. Mass and the Vampire Diaries television show. Hello. Hello, how's it going? It's going, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Just, you know, living the life. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. We have a special guest on today's episode. Do you want to introduce yourself, special guest? Hello, (laughs) Um, I'm Brianna and I own Book Babe Designs. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you've taken Bookstagram by storm in the last year. No. And it has been so fun. <laughs> kind of oh, y'all are sweet. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. So we always ask our guests every time they come on a couple of questions. So we'll start with those. And our first question is, who is your ultimate bookish boyfriend and or girlfriend or both? Oh, okay. That's a good one. Um, I feel like this is the hardest question for me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I feel like my all-time would have to be Kaz Brecker, just because I feel like he was one of my first book boyfriends, so then he's just stuck with me. Um, book girlfriend would be Aelin and Thorn of Glass, always. But I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I jump around. They're allowed to change. We have, like, a long list, like a running exactly. list. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like I don't, yeah, I, I, I feel like there's never just one. I'll just kind of bounce back and forth. I'm like, oh, I like you this week. <laughs> this <Okay>. next week. <laughs> Today's what you're, like, reading that week. You're like, oh, I remember this one. Yeah. <laughs> this one like it just like triggers a, a memory exactly <laughs> yeah awesome so what is your favorite series and your favorite standalone okay let's see no so I actually I know god this is the biggest question I actually can't tell you the last standalone book I've read I feel like the last one I read was what's it called the shadows between us that was maybe a year and a half ago that's a um, really good one yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Um, I really want to start reading the Colleen Hoover. All of hers are pretty much standalone, right? Yeah, yeah. I haven't Except read any the new one that just got announced. I saw that. I did see that. Everyone was going crazy. Rock, row. <laughs> <laughs> have you read It Ends With Us? No, I have oh, it on okay. my shelf, though. But So I guess maybe that will be my favorite standalone. I don't know. Trigger warnings for days, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll like never outlive this. I like recommended it to someone. I was like, oh my gosh, it's such a good book. It was like so moving. Like, I loved it. It was super good. And I like recommended it to a friend. And she was like, so this was really triggering. And I was like, okay, <laughs> so I've never regretted anything more than I did right now. Oh, no. <laughs> but like, oh, the no. trigger warnings kind of like spoil the book. You know, like that's the plot twist is like the trigger warnings. And I was like, oh. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I didn't think to tell you. And Dang, okay, like good to know. Her books yeah, are like very absolutely. Dirty. She, yeah, that's what I my friend just started reading one of her books last night. I think it was Verity. And um, I was like, dude, I think I've heard all of her books are like wild. Like, and I was like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I've never read them, but they're everywhere. So, yeah, yep. <laughs> I like her. I think she writes good books, but it's like the more I read them, the more I'm like, okay, so she's a little disturbed. <laughs> really? Dang, I'm gonna have to read some now. Yeah, because I follow her on TikTok and she's really like um almost like relatable, I guess, on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Or, like so then it's funny if how she does write like that. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I read I've read only read two of her books. I've only read It Ends With Us and Verity, because you know they're popular on Bookstagram. And Verity, she like self-published because it's kind of a thriller. So it was like 
Oh, okay. so I think that's why it got so popular because people were like, oh, self-published, like who's this girl? And it's like Colleen Hoover's written like <laughs> 70 books. Like, right? so I think that's where the popularity came from, but it's just, it was oh, like interesting. outside of the traditional of what she writes. Um, those, I'm disturbed. Like I'm really? still like reeling over the ending. <laughs> I I actually like a year ago <laughs> I finished or no I didn't even finish I started a book last night called Satan's Affair have you guys heard of that it's the prequel to um what are the books called uh the books that just came out like the hunting Adeline haunting Adeline books anyway it's a prequel and that one I read like 70 pages and I was like this is way too disturbing for me this and is rough <laughs> it was it was rough it was one of the rough I felt like gross reading it and my yeah. stomach my stomach hurt and I was like yeah I don't think this one's my Ugh. my type this isn't this isn't for me not what I thought it was going to be at all it took a turn <laughs> yeah and I think she's really popular because it's contemporary so it's like this stuff could actually happen so like right some of them weird me out I'm like this is just <laughs> it's too much yeah it's too much for me yeah no no hate to people that like it but it's me I was like I don't know <laughs> what about that one it's a little too close to reality for me <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> it's a little close to home so it's a no <laughs> awesome so what's your favorite series then oh yeah oh gosh um this is another one where I feel like I put all my books into categories like okay I either didn't like you you were all right and I liked you but there's never like a number one but I can name some of my favorites like recently I guess would be um the Harley Quinn crew I loved the Havoc series the Hannaford Prep series is probably one of my favorite and then, of course, Throne, I read Throne of Glass before Aquatar, so Throne of Glass will always be one of my top favorites. And then I loved Number um, in the Ashes, Wrath and the Dawn. I love that book, too. Yeah. Yeah, those are some of my favorites, actually. But I also read, I feel like I read all those when I was just starting to really get back into reading. So I don't know, like, if it was just the hype of, like, oh, this new world, or if I, like, really love them. So I don't know how I'd be if I read reread all those now. Yeah, like, went back. Yeah, like, even with, like, Six of Crows. I don't yeah, know. when I first when I first started like Bookstagram and everything like that, because Todd had started like like months before I had like six months before I had, but she's like, you need to read this, this, and this, and this, and I was like, okay. And we started recording and like started, you know, what's we started with Serpent and Dove, and so we're like, mm. okay, we're starting with like Serpent and Dove, we went into from Blood and Ash and Shadow and Bone and like all of these, right? And I was like catching up on all of these very popular. <laughs> so much and people are like have you read this and I was like I have not had time to read it I'm catching up on everything else like and that's been my first like read through of, of Akatar. everyone's like you haven't read Akatar yet I'm like no I know I'm like the last person on the bookish interwebs who has not read Akatar yet I know like, they'll go after you they'll go after oh, you for yeah, that it was it was intense everyone's like you need to read it and I was like I know I need to read it but we're gonna do an episode so like, like do I need to read it because you guys have told me everything <laughs> yeah, I kind of know all of it but which is kind of nice, like, if, like not. I didn't really know. I knew like obviously like Cassie and Anesta, and that was kind of obvious in prior books, and like some little things. But it was nice going into it and not having a clue, like really what anything was. Like, yeah, I felt the same with that one. Yeah, I feel the same about that one, and obviously because it only came out so long ago. But that one in Crescent City, I feel like are the two that everyone's been really good about not spoiling. But like Throne of Glass, they're like, whatever, it came out like twenty years ago. Like, I know, I spoiled. I definitely spoiled Throne of Glass for my mom, and I was like, oh, sorry, that slipped out. Well, then I heard, I heard people are spreading rumors about the new Crescent City one. I had seen that. Yeah, there's been some like leaks of spoilers I, I haven't I haven't read Crescent City the first one so I wouldn't even know what any of it means so I, I haven't seen anything but like apparently they've been like leaking a bunch of stuff or 
like oh wow that's what I heard that sucks for people that saw that that's like if you're like reading a book and you look up fan art and you see something you're like oh my god I've done that so many times even on series I watch like wow that was Mistake. Yeah, I think that was on Twitter. So it's like I've never been looked at any of the bookish stuff on Twitter. What's it called? Book Twitter? I don't even know what it's called. It like originated from there, supposedly. So people, I think, were thinking it wasn't going to leak, and then oh, it like, wow. of course, everybody finds something and it has to like spread like wildfire. Like, yeah. Plus, that's getting fired. <laughs> <For real. laughs> so if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and how you kind of got started with Bookbabe Designs. Okay. Cool. Um. So I live in New Mexico and always lived here. <laughs> and I started Book Bay Design. So I originally had a, another business that I started in college that was kind of like New Mexico themed, um, just to kind of make some extra money on the side. I was trying to find like a creative outlet in college where I could see if I could make money off of it because that's what I was going to school for. And so it kind of, it started doing really well. But it was all New Mexico themed and I had like no passion for it. Like I never wanted to make new stuff. So then I started reading um, last, what was it, what is it, 2022? Maybe 2020, that's when I started reading again. And I started like, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to start designing stuff. I was like, I feel like this is something I could really get into. So it was more like a little side hobby. And um, I started just kind of posting some stuff on Bookstagram I was drawing and then it the amount of people that were just like oh my gosh and I was like oh wow y'all are so nice um so I just kept going and it just kind of formed and then I had to choose one of the businesses and of course I chose this one because I have way more passion for this and I get excited to get up and you know make things so kind of where it happened yeah that's so fun I remember when you had kind of both businesses and I think we were both reps for Fable Tops at the time and I was yes. like, what's oh happening? And I was like, she has so many cute things. And I thought you had lived in Arizona originally. Cause I like saw the cactus stuff and I was like, oh, right, she must like live in Southwest. Arizona. Like she has to like, let's be friends. And then I like looked and I was like, oh, she lives in New Mexico. Dang, have it. But I, <laughs> I remember when you first started that and kind of seeing you grow has been like so fun because I feel like people in this community, like there's so many businesses that have popped up over the last few years oh, because wow. of COVID and all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, so excited to watch you kind of grow and do something that was like your unique style and nobody was doing it like that. So yeah, it's been really fun to kind of watch you from the beginning. And like I know I, I love all y'all that are my, my OG customers from the beginning. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. It's like wild to watch too. Cause I feel like, I was like, I remember when she had this one and that one. And I was like, I'm going <laughs> to order this and that. And then it's like sold out. And I was like, okay, it'll, it's fine. It'll like come back. It'll come back. And then I never bring it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> but I know you mentioned this the other day about, um, you know, what made you kind of decide to go primarily just book, like bookish themed versus yeah. like specific books. And, you know, that was kind of a big decision for you. And was it, has it been easier to do the, the book themed versus like specific, you know, book, actual book themed? It's, it's definitely easier kind of, because I really want to, you know, design stuff for some of my favorite series, but yeah. I also like, right, you know, obviously Avatar is so big right now. Everyone wants merch for it, but I also don't want to get in trouble. And I would rather respect, you know, all these authors. Um, and so I kind of, I'm kind of in the process of seeing who I can get licensed by, but it's nice doing general bookish because so many people like so many different things. So I feel like I can pull in more, you know, people who just read books instead of just people who read fantasy or just people who read, you know, some of the favorites out, but but I mean, I like doing general bookish. It's not, I don't, I I'm not like really in a box. Also, there's also so many like companies that do like 
Akatar or like Throne of Glass and it, it tends to get a little saturated sometimes with like I definitely stuff, agree and I love that a lot of your stuff is very like again bookish and it's it's for everyone and anyone can enjoy it and everyone can it can't be just be like well I haven't read that book yet so maybe I like don't buy this or I wait and I think some of your stuff too can kind of be geared towards certain certain fandoms I know I ordered a couple of bookmarks from you and it's like the ones with the moss and like the hand or whatnot and the snake and yeah stuff like that. that's very like ninth house to me I was like oh this oh, is very like cool okay ninth house to me so I love this so I, I ordered a couple of those and yeah I love how everything is just very um bookish and it's just for everyone and it's so wonderful and I love it I love, oh thank love you they're so creative and I feel like they're so different from what we're seeing oh that makes me feel good that was definitely my goal I was trying to I was trying to look and I remember before I started I was like okay I need to see if I can find things that I would want and I couldn't so I was like maybe I should just try and make my own little lane <laughs> so it's kind of been working and it's been cool and so for you, how did you kind of find your own unique style? Was that something you felt like you discovered in college or was it just through practice and opening your own shop or how did that come about? Cause I feel like your style is super unique and it's not something that we've been, you know, see, we're seeing it more now, which is annoying, but <laughs> <laughs> whole nother thing. <laughs> that is a whole nother thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I kind of discovered it probably through my shop. I don't, I feel like, so in college, I was not, I didn't draw. Like I wasn't a dude. I doodled growing up, but in college, I never drew stuff. I was more into typography and like layouts and putting together posters for advertisement and all that. So then I started, when I started doodling, I just started practicing, I guess, and was like, "Hmm, I like this. And then I don't know. It just kind of happened. I think that's what I loved about it is I never was like, I want to look, I want to draw something that looks just like that artist. You know, it just, happened I just kind of took some things I liked and just kind of blossomed I guess and I feel like it'll still change I feel like it'll change throughout the years but we'll see I don't know yeah that's awesome I feel like when it that's that's the best part about like creativity is it just like grows over time I mean whether it's you know through your art or through even like people's like bookstagrams and how they like they're like I just like want to do something different or you know and it's so great to have that so you said that you um, started reading again. What series really got you back into the whole, like, into like the bookish interwebs and really just like, I guess, you know, built that fire of love for books again? Yeah. So I had no idea Bookstagram was like a thing like two years ago and it's massive. It is the most big, like, I don't think some people even understand how big this community is. And I had no idea. I just remember I didn't have any friends here in Albuquerque. So I was like, you know, sitting at home, not interacting. And I loved reading in high school. You know, we all read Twilight and Hunger Games, Sarah Dessen, Vampire Diaries, all that. And um, I read, what was it? Um, the All Souls trilogy, the one that is made into that series on TV now, which I haven't watched. That's the one that I read. And I was like, wow, I forgot I liked reading. And then, <laughs> and then it just kind of, I think the next one I picked up was Throne of Glass at the time. That was two years ago. So I don't know if, I don't know how big Sarah J Mass was two years ago I'm not sure like she was- she's always kind of been a really big author because people loved A Court of Thorns and Roses like I think that one grew in popularity like continuously mm-hmm. and that's kind of where she, why she brought back you know A Court of Silver Flames and with so much hype but I feel like she didn't get ultra popular until Instagram that's what I think too yeah I definitely think that so I, I don't know where I saw Throne of Glass even but I read it and I was 
that book like changed me just world I mean that was probably my first fantasy book other than I mean I guess Hunger Games those would be fantasy kind of maybe dystopian I don't know but that one was just like so crazy and it reminded me of kind of Game of Thrones with all these rulers and war I mean you know places so I that one just kind of and then I read Akatar and then after that I just kept probably like a lot of people I feel like a lot of people start on her just getting back in but yeah it's like the christening it is. <laughs> welcome <laughs> yeah I'm like that's totally welcome fair to the book of Sugarwood. yeah yeah here's your SJM books yeah <laughs> Exactly. Chris and I were always really big fans of uh, Cassandra Clare and like the City of Bones series, like the uh, instruments and stuff. I have not I read those, and I have one. I'm a big fan. I read so the sorry. first book and got creeped out and stopped reading. Really? <laughs> yeah. Incest is not for me. I'm sorry. That's and what I've heard. I just... people always say that about those books, and I've wanted to read them because I saw they had the show on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. They have a movie too. Anything. It's just real bad. They're oh. Bad. Yeah, we read them a long time ago. Um, Sorry, we read the first one a long time ago, but I've always been a big fan of Cassandra Clare, like her other series, like the Mortal Instruments and the Infernal Devices and stuff. Yeah, like that's that a big one. And I was like, big. when I joined, I was like, she's got to be big because she's always been big, even outside the internet. Like everybody knows mm-hmm. Cassandra Clare, you know? And I got on Bookstagram and I was like, who is this Sarah character? Like, what's she up to? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this girl everybody keeps talking about? Because like, I thought <laughs> I was really hoping for <laughs> some shadow hunters, you know? But I feel like there's not a lot of that. <laughs> so yeah it's always funny to hear that people like get into it but it's true it's like I think a lot of people get into it and they're like yeah I read Throne of Glass I read Akatar you know all that kind of stuff I read From Blood and Ash and all those Mm -hmm. yeah From Blood and Ash is definitely another one got on the bookish interwebs it was like they had just announced I think or they just released the trailer or something for Shadow and Bone and so that was like the big thing when I got onto the bookish interwebs was like Shadow and Bone and like Six of Crows and things like that yeah and I've Lovely Bardugo, like Ninth House is probably one of my. Favorite. I I've not read that. I've heard that one's good though. Yeah, we have this. Thing that, that's like, cool. Everybody has Ninth House, but no one's read it. <laughs> Just like one of those ones that everybody's like, "Oh, Lee Bardugo wrote it. Like I should buy it." <laughs> right. <laughs> but like nobody's actually read it. <laughs> that's our theory. <laughs> that's like one of the ones, but yeah, it's really really good. So, how has been? How has starting a business been for you? Like, did you kind of work in a corporate job before you started, or did you come out of college and just do this? straight from the get-go and running your own small business, you know, right out of college. Hmm. So let's see, in college, I was actually a graphic design assistant for the college, um, like the branding department and stuff. So I got a lot of, I guess, um, you know, work there and experience there. And, but then, you know, how I said, I opened my little digital vibes, I guess, um, during that's kind of where I was like, Oh, okay. This is kind of cool. I guess. Um, I could kind of see it maybe working. And then I, even though I had no idea what I was doing, I still have no idea what I'm doing <laughs> at all running this. But when I moved to Albuquerque, I was trying to apply for graphic design jobs. Cause that's what I have a degree in. And there's like none here in New Mexico. I feel like none that I would want. And so I was like, okay, it's either I, you know, forget that I have this degree and go and just find another job or I make something out of this. So that was kind of what pushed me to start it. And I just kind of, I've been learning as I go, I'm still learning. And I, there's been a lot of shops that have helped me. Like there's some amazing shops that have helped me like with a lot of stuff that I have no idea how to do. And they're so open about it and willing to help me, even though it's not like we're competition, but even though, you know, we're both selling the same stuff. So it's been really cool. But 
Yeah, I feel like it's really fun to kind of find that community and other people that do the same thing and understand. I, I know for us, it's like in the podcasting community, it's so fun to reach out to other people and be like, how do you guys do this? Or like, we have questions or they, you know, reach out exactly. to us and ask. And it's like, I, I, that's the one thing I think uh, there's like many things, but I think that's the one big thing I love about bookstagram is like, everybody's so nice and like yes. so inclusive and is just always willing to like give advice or book recs or just like be exactly. there to support you. And I think it's just so cool to hear that about other bookish shops and like small businesses that you guys yeah no it, it's it's really cool I never thought you know they would help there's like maybe five of them that have been so nice so it's it's really cool and um yeah yeah that definitely helps especially if you're like I, I know for us it was just like in the beginning we were like oh, we don't we don't know what we're doing but we'll figure it out along the way we figured it it's out gonna talk it, yeah but it's just like it's like one you know I, I mean in it evolves and everything like that like we were saying even with like the creativity and things that we've done and we've done collabs with people and it's been so great that it's just we're all here for the love of books like we're all here because we love books and we love these characters and they mean a lot to us especially like with the pandini and like everyone <laughs> reverting back to like high school and reading books and like, I mean, like, I, like this is what this is my personality now you know Which, it's like great and it's been wonderful and we would be remiss if we ignored each other or we're I know um, imagine yeah we've been very lucky and fortunate to have a great community um not only just other podcasts but other creators online and um and people who listen to the podcast and support us and it's been it's yeah it's 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 nice to have that community I don't know how I don't know how we would have done it without it <laughs> like honestly. oh I feel that I I would not have been able to do it without people just constantly supporting and you know commenting and messaging and it's crazy I'm like wow like I don't even ask y'all to do this and everyone just does it willingly it's really it's it's awesome that's so fun what item are you most excited for in your newest launch oh that's a great question (laughs) (laughs) oh man I feel like this launch was um way too big for me so (laughs) let's see out of all the stuff honestly I think the little doors I just the little shelf doors. I think that's something I was really like, I want to say proud of myself, but I was like, oh, you, you came up with something kind of cute there. And I, I really like that. But if clothing wise, I think it would be the uh, black jean jacket, the Ray Tell Read books. I really like that one. Those probably two of my favorite, but. Yeah, I'm so excited. You keep posting spoilers and I'm like, okay, so I need that and I need this and I need that and I need this and, <laughs> and it's so good. And, and like you were saying, I love that it's just bookish themed because I feel like sometimes I get into it where it's like okay so everything I'm owning today is Raven Boys and maybe that's like too much and it's nice to be able to kind of like mix it up because I have a denim jacket that I put all my like pins and stuff on and that was probably like my favorite item of bookish clothing and I you know put it together myself because I'm like it's a little bit of everything that I like and I love that that's cool it's always nice to like have something that's just generally like I love books so right. people aren't like what weird book is that and you're like you don't want to know <laughs> they're like where is crescent city i'm like well you know it's really hard to explain <laughs> that's true yeah. yeah it was funny my sister was have you heard of book babe designs i'm like yes did you not and she was like the shop's not open yet like, when, when am i gonna be able to buy all this stuff and i was like it was really funny because we were that's like, oh my, that's my biggest question is people are like, why aren't you open? Or when do you open? And I'm like, I know I'm one of those weird shops that's like open like two months out of the year. And I was like, I know it sucks. I was like, I hate it too. (laughs) 
But has that been crazy for you? Like, you know, you do these launches and then everything sells out and you're like, okay, so now what? So what's that like kind of recovering or how do you go through that process of like restocking and going through all of that? Is there, you know, do you have, do you have kind of a process for that or is it just, it's definitely hard because I don't, I don't want to, I try and humble myself and I'm like, nothing's going to sell out. And then it does. And then I'm like, well, dang it. Now I have to make new stuff, which is fun. But then it's like, so I make, I work all this time, you know, getting all these designs made, sending them to get the products made, you know, taking pictures, marketing them to show everyone, putting them on and then they sell out, which is amazing. But then it's like, oh, gotta, now I have to ship all this and then start all over, which is why since I closed my shop last year and I think it was November or October maybe. So I had all this time to make all this stuff. So I'm sitting here just like, oh yeah, all this stuff. And then now I have a bunch of crap that I'm about to have. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get through shipping this stuff out when this launches. It's, this is going to be, a, this was a big learning curve for me. I probably won't do this again, but it'll be fun. It's been fun. The excitement's been really fun and it's making me excited. Everyone's excited. So that's, that's what's um, important, I guess. Yeah. So is it just you and that ships everything or do you have like friends that come over and kind of help with that when you have big launches? No, it's just me. Oh boy. <laughs> he'll, he'll help me when he can. Um, he's helped me a couple times, but it's usually just me and he, cause he works a lot, but when he doesn't, yeah. he always helps when he doesn't work. But um, I've been thinking about trying to find some people here to come help me. I just, I think it's me and my I don't want to say like, I'm not, I'm not controlling, but I, I need to know everything's, you know, being packaged well, because when me and Lorenzo had packaged one time, we had like probably five or six like mess ups. And I was already like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe we sent wrong stuff. So then now I feel like I would be like over this person's shoulder, which would not be fun for them. So I think it's going to be me having to like, make sure I can be, you know, um, I can be patient enough to show someone because there is so much stuff and I, I don't know how they would know what's what. So we'll see, but I know I need to figure all that out soon. We're both type A too. So it's okay. We're <laughs> there. I'm there with you. I'm always like that. I'm like, you know, I'll just do it. It's totally fine. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid that's how I would be. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's and then they'd be like, hours. this girl is crazy. No one buy from her. She's psychotic. <laughs> Yeah. I'm very, I think Kirsten's a little less like type A than I am. I'm like, it has to be perfect. She's like, it's going to be okay. And I'm like, no, it's not <laughs> like, yes, it is. And I'm like, are you sure? Are you a hundred percent sure? And then I'm she gets like, it. She's like, it's beautiful. Like, and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> what I did is garbage. <laughs> so yeah, I think <laughs> it's nice to have someone to like help you, but and the other times it's like, you want to do it the way, you know, you have like envision in your head too. That's the hard part is like, you have a specific design it's your style and then you're trying to like package it and make it look you know beautiful and unique and then you're adding like these extra things thank you notes and all that kind of stuff and you're like I want it to oh, be I know. this way yeah, yeah. at the end of the day too it's your name that's on it so you're right. like this is my name this right. is this is what I've put like blood sweat and tears into yeah and right that's awesome well it's good to hear that like you know you kind of have a better idea over you know the course of the year or so of what you want out of the business and like how you want to do launches and things like that are you going to keep doing this sort of like you know, sporadic launches, or do you want to keep an inventory throughout? You feel like that's going to be easier for you. I would love to keep inventory. And I think that was my goal was, um, this on this launch was, I was like, I'm going to just get so much stuff that way. There's absolutely no way this can sell out. And I'll have inventory for people who find me and are like, Oh, let me go see what she has. And then, cause that always happens. People find me, they're like, you have nothing. And I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, that's how that is how it always is. Um, 
So I would love to keep inventory, but if I do keep doing launches, I might just do smaller ones. And that just, I don't know, we'll see. I feel like this year will be like, this year is going to be me finding out exactly how I want to go forward. So we'll see on it. Gotta love that learning curve. <laughs> yep. Gotta love it. <laughs> so as you're going through this and you're, you know, learning, you know, what you want to do with your business and stuff and where you want to move forward with it, what would you say is one of your biggest pieces of advice for people who maybe want to start a business? It doesn't even have to be bookish or just a business in general. What's something that you think um, going in, you would have wanted to know? Hmm. I think, I think something that I've done that has helped me and not realizing it, but just doing it was taking like these really big risks because when you're about to buy, you know, something you're like, I don't know if this is going to sell. I think you just need to go ahead and do it because you're never going to know if you don't try it. And that's so cliche, but I feel like I did that so much where I was, I like looked back and I was like, I can't believe like you did all of that without knowing that this was going to work, but it's so paid off. It's so paid off for me. And, and it, even if it doesn't pay off for other people, I feel like it's like another, like you learn from it, you learn what people want and what people don't. Um, I think that's big. And I think whether it's bookish or not, you need to, I think a great way is to find something that's, that's not out there. You know what I mean? Like find some type of style of design or something that's not out there that you would want that you can't find and just go for that instead of, you know, trying to fit into what everyone else is doing. Because like you said, it gets saturated, even with Aquatari, it gets saturated with everyone doing the same types of shirt designs, which I've seen a lot of some. And so I think trying to find something that would definitely stand out is, I think that's the biggest thing is trying to stand out, which is hard. That is hard. I still try. It's, it's really hard, but. I feel like that's such good advice though, too. And I've, I've heard that from a lot of people who have said small businesses, like you just have to jump in and take a risk and do it while you're passionate and like do it something that you are passionate about because it makes it easier to tell yourself like, yeah, I can do this. And, mm -hmm. and for you to like stand behind it. And like you were saying, when you kind of started with your original designs, you're like, I like it, I'm doing well, but it's not something I love. And when you find that it's, it's really like satisfying, I think is the right word to use. It's so satisfying to kind of come into something that you're super passionate about and like, Kirsten and I have regular jobs outside of this, but like my, <laughs> the thing I enjoy more is coming here and like doing the podcast and like going on bookstagram and things like that. And sometimes I exactly wish that was my regular job. <laughs> always wish that was my regular job. <laughs> but I think it for you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, it is really fun I, to find something that you're, you know, you're passionate about and then, you know, do all that and jump in and, and, and get the rewards and kind of realize that like, there are people out there that are here to support you and want to see you succeed and things like that. And I think that that's really fun about this community too, is everybody's so willing to spend lots and yeah, lots of absolutely. time and energy to like support you and everybody. For sure. And I, and you know, it's crazy. I've with the amount of support I've gotten, you know, people are always just like, how did you do it? How did you do it? And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I wish I could give you a better answer. It just happened. And I feel like, and then I've had so many people, they're like, um, you make it look so easy. I'm starting a business because, you know, and I'm like, I love that. But also, I don't know. I, I promise it's not easy, like at all. So please, like, don't just open one because you think it's easy. I, I think that's something like if you go into wanting to do a business, like it's hard. It's going to be so hard. It's not as easy as some of us make it look just because I only show the great parts. I'm not going to show y'all everything that goes horribly wrong or no one's going to trust me. So yeah, I think we've run into that too in podcasting is like, we have so much fun doing it, but it's like, there's times where like we've recorded an episode three times because the audio didn't work or, you know, like we've mm -hmm. done things and like had to rearrange because 
like someone wasn't available or the time was wrong or like we didn't finish the book or whatever it was. So it's like, yeah, I think we love to do the highlight reel. And I think for you, it's like, you're so upfront about everything and you do a lot of the, like, ask me anything and answer everybody's questions. And I feel like that's been really fun for me to like watch and see you grow and then see all these people that are, you know, want to know more about your business and you be able to provide that. I think people really like that personal touch where you're able to kind of answer these questions and, and show, you know, teasers and stuff like that. Even if it's not available, it's like, I love watching your stories and just being like, Oh my God, sucks. <laughs> you know, and like seeing those things and knowing, even if they're not, you know, available right now, like, okay, so I can put that on my list and I know to, you know, save for it or that kind of thing. And so I think that that's a huge part of like your business for me as like a consumer <laughs> is getting to see the behind the scenes and kind of like more personal stuff. And oh, good. Like I love that's, that. That's the fun thing about it is, you know, getting those questions answered if anyone has them and you always being able to like be willing to share that info. So. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad that, yeah. that people enjoy that. <laughs> I want, I just want people to know, like, I'm a person too. Yeah. I've had, had mean messages. So I'm like, tr- I trust me. I'm not like a warehouse. <laughs> You're like, it's just me watching the Empire Diaries. Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah. And I love that. And I think it's really cool to kind of see, you know, all the hard work that goes into it because especially when you were doing the boxes, it was like watching you stack all those and like having these, you know, stories of just all these massive amounts of boxes. And it's like, that's so crazy to think, you know, like we buy from Amazon and all that. And, you know, even like book of the month, they're this huge warehouse, like shipping all these things. And it's like, they put that together every month and you're doing that just you in your house. And it's like, that's so cool to see someone succeeding, you know, doing that on their own and, and not being like some big box warehouse store. So yeah, love that. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Also, uh, I will want, do want to say your social media is so like cute and per- I like look at your stuff and I'm like, it's so cute. I love it. I love <laughs> pictures and everything. It's just like, you're so oh, cute. thank you. I think it just ties in so well also with like with your business and and just it's it's so wonderful I love how has that been though like you said it's just you so you know you're doing the social media aspect of it and you're also doing you know fulfilling orders and designing and creating all these things and how has that been for you to kind of balance that it's it's hard I don't think I ever realized as you know I'm growing them that means more people are like dming me emailing me and it's so hard to go through all of that um so I have to like set a time when I do it or a day and I'll have like you know 50 to 60 dms a day to try and go through and then you know then it comes down to shipping and packaging it's hard I honestly should have like a planner where I say okay this day I'm gonna do this and this but I don't I'm just like "Hmm, what do I want to do today and then I stress myself out my boyfriend's like you need a schedule he's like you can't keep doing this you're just like nonchalantly like doing it as you please Um, so that's something that I will work on this year for sure, but it's hard. And then like taking pictures is one of my longest things because I have to set up my, what's it called? A tripod. And I have like the little remote and I probably take 500 pictures just for one picture for, you know, social media. And it's the worst ever. So I'm glad that, you know, they look good because I promise they're not easy. (laughs) Like that's like one out of 500. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you're living the life we all want. I'm like, she has such a vibe. Like, that's what I'm going for. And it's not where I'm at. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, it looks great. And I think that that's the other thing, too, is I feel like people don't realize like how much work goes into just the marketing part of it. And you trying to be like, I want a clear image of this and not me or, you know, this and like not everything else that's going on and, and trying to make it seem glam, but also not like too glam that like when you get yeah. in person you're like oh wow okay so this is like a lot of editing or whatever it was so <laughs> oh I know that's the worst especially with filters that's yeah. the hardest 
because I always have to go in and make sure that the color because my filter is I guess my filter is not like too crazy but it definitely will change the color of my stuff so yeah I'm always afraid people are going to come back and be like this pumpkin was very bright in your photo (laughs) really calm down (laughs) yeah exactly I I definitely struggle with that sometimes I like take pictures and I'm like that is not what this shirt looks like (laughs) yeah I could see that for sure that's scary I mean it's crazy you'll get some people that are just like get so mad about the smallest things and I'm like wow I didn't know this was a touchy topic with some people it's not that serious (laughs) Uh, that yeah I think that's kind of the worst so how for you do you have a method for kind of handling the criticism or is that something that you know you just tried to come up with solution with or you just yeah um (laughs) so I it depends how mad it makes me so like one that made me really mad she came at me it was some girl or I don't know a lady, I don't know. And it was because my stuff sold out and I get people are going to get frustrated. I totally understand the frustration, but she was like, you need to figure out a better way to run your business. This is not how to do it. And I was, so her, I was so mad. And I was, you know, talking to Lorenzo and I was like, I am so mad because she just doesn't understand like how hard this is for me to, to do. And she's like coming after me and not appreciating it. So he was like, just don't answer her yet. Cause he was like, don't say something you're not meant to. And I ended up just not saying anything. I just totally ignored her. I was like, I'm not even going to give her the time of day. And then some people like with the necklace thing, I do answer and I'm nice back. Cause I don't ever want to be rude, but there's just some people that will, they're just so rude for no reason. And you're like, why, like, why do you have the attitude over something that's a luxury almost like you don't like, you know, this is, you don't have to have this. Like it's, you know, it's not a need. I mean, I get it. I get everyone's like, I need this. I want this, but you know, it's, it's not life or death and they act like it, but it just depends. I usually, when people send it to me, I decide to, you know, not answer right away and wait either the next day or a couple hours. So I'm, you know, not mad about it. And I don't want, I don't ever want to be mean, but just depends how they come at me. I'll be mean. Just I'm kidding. definitely that person that's like, I will type like a scathing like response, but I'm like, wait, just, like table this for a moment. Yeah. Like, go do something else. Because if exactly. I don't, like, I, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, it can, yeah. it can get difficult. I mean, it's frustrating when people say things and you're just like, and like you said before, like you're, you're a person, you're a, you know, there's a person on the other end of, of these things. And we put a lot of time and, and sweat and blood and tears and invest money into these things and mm-hmm. you know and it, it can be very difficult when someone says that it is yeah I like it's... like you're like stepping away for a moment coming back to it yeah yeah response. yeah it's nice that you have a partner too I always feel like I, my boyfriend's very level-headed about things and I'm like such a hothead like we got that negative review and I was like I'm gonna post it on our stories <laughs> and be like what's wrong with you you know and, and he was like I think it's not that serious. Like it's okay to let it go. And I was like, no, you don't understand. And he was like, no, you need to just like chill out. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to screenshot, post it on our stories and just ask everybody how they feel. No, you know, and he was like, you're insane. That's fair. So it's, I think it's really nice to have someone like in your life that can calm you down. And Kirsten too, like Kirsten calls me. She's like, let it go. And I was like, no, I was like, I'm doing it. I'll post it on my own story then. <laughs> like I'll take it to my personal Instagram. She's like, I think I'm going to post it on the story. I was like, maybe maybe don't like maybe wait maybe let it go I was like I will tag I'm finding this person I'll 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 find him I'll do it everyone go bully him yeah (laughs) and then yeah so it's I think it is really good to kind of have people in your life too that in have that support system and 
you know, <laughs> utilize them when you need it. So that's awesome. Yeah, no, he's really good about hearing all my rants for sure. That's awesome. And congratulations. You just recently got engaged. That's oh, so thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I saw your pictures and I was like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. <laughs> that's so fun. That's it was, sick. it was cool. Six years. Wow. So. That's awesome. Are you yeah. excited to plan a wedding during the pandemic? <laughs> I know, right? Honestly, <clears throat> we haven't even, we've talked a little bit about it, but we're just not really sure what we want to do. We've kind of just talked about doing a little elopement and we'll see. It all just, it honestly comes down to the money. We're just not sure we want to, Yeah. just with me with this and him with trying to get into medical school, we're not sure it's in our best interest right now, but we're just chilling. That's chilling. Awesome. That's super fun though. Yeah, my boyfriend's very anti-wedding. He's like, why am I spending $40,000 on a, a one day? <laughs> exactly. Or not even a day, almost like five hours. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my vote is always elopement, but my mom would murder me if I, if I eloped. In oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> intimate elopement. <laughs> 10 guests max. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want 50 people max. I'm like, I want, I have to say that, right? I'm like, I want 50 people max at my wedding. Like, that's where I'm at. And my mom's like, we're inviting everyone. Like, okay. You can but, pay. No, <laughs> yeah, that's really fun. That's really cool, though. I like that. That's awesome. Congrats. Thank um, you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, what are some life lessons that you've learned over the last few months to a year that you've kind of full on gone book babe um, that you feel like have really stuck with you? Oh, man. I would think, you know, I feel like maybe trusting my gut has probably been a big one. But I think the biggest is just like kind of being, I don't I don't say like being nicer to myself in a way of like, you know, like saying like, you know what, if something goes wrong. It's okay. Because some like, I'm like so much stuff has gone wrong. Some stuff like going behind the scenes is going wrong right now. And I freak out, like I will freak out and think the world's ending. And I think something I've been learning is like, it's totally okay. Like this stuff's going to happen. You know, everything's not going to go as planned and it's like totally fine to to like sit back, you know, take it in, but just like to not have a freaking panic attack over everything. Um, but I think that's been a big thing for me. And it's just, you know, like, I guess just like believing in myself that, you know, like, cause I, like every month I'm like, is this going to work out in five years? Like, what's this going to look like in 10 years? And I always think about the future, but I think just thinking about now and like the next day, the next week, just staying like where I'm at right now has helped because I'll start I'll start just like overthinking it. Like, why am I even doing all this work now when in 10 years, what if, you know, book community is not, not this big or, you know, I'm not relevant anymore. So it's, that's been a big thing is like just keeping those type of thoughts gone. <laughs> yeah. I think being kind to yourself is like the best advice we can all give each other and just remembering like, it's not that serious and it's going to be exactly. okay. Yeah. Right. I think in the pandemic too, is like changed so much. All of us like spending so much time at home, realizing like, I don't know. We have to focus on things that are more important and like what's for sure, you know, what does matter and what, you know, for sure. Okay. To let go. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, man. I, I will let some stuff get to me so bad. So it might, and like we were talking about Lorenzo, he's always that one there. That's like, it's fine. Like I will figure this out. Go sit, go sit. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. I love that. And I feel like for me too, like over the last year or so, as we've like started to focus more on things and just realizing like where we want to take the podcast and doing all that kind of stuff. It's like, we have to do things that we enjoy and like that serve us instead of deciding to go out and being like, what's popular or what do we think is going to like get the most 
what's totally happening and that. it's like yeah, <clears throat> like Kirsten took some time off last year but bookstagram and it was like she's like it was the most eye-opening I mean you can speak to that but it was just like it's it's really fun to be a part of the community but sometimes I think we give ourselves all this pressure to like post all the time and interact and make friends and get followers and all these things mm -hmm. and like last year I lost access to my first account and I was almost at like 3,000 followers which took me a year to get to and it's not that many but like it felt soul crushing like I got no, kicked for out of my sure. account <laughs> I was like well my life is over so that's that <laughs> <laughs> and you know like a week or two later I made another account and it's just been really fun to like kind of grow that back from the beginning and realizing like I get to do what I want with it I don't have to like make sure I'm posting every single day and everything looks perfect and all that kind of stuff and really like realizing what I want to do with you know the second account and it's been so fun and I've gotten a chance to like work with so many companies that I've wanted to work with and you know awesome. meet new friends and stuff like that so it's like yeah I think that's a good that's a good piece of advice <laughs> yeah. oh yeah that's awesome yeah I took a break last year um just for I was like two or three months and I was just it was to the point where I was just like getting burnt out I was like posting all the time and then I also run the like the podcast social so I like kind of was doing both at the same time and I was like I just it's getting overwhelming and I'm getting burnt out and I don't want to get burnt out. On this. Mm -hmm. So, um, I just like put my own on pause and was like, I'll come back when I decide to come back. Like, I'm not gonna, I was like, maybe at the new year, maybe, I don't know. And so, and I like slowly at the beginning of this year kind of started posting a little bit more, but I don't post as much. I post probably, I don't post as much pictures. I don't like taking pictures. Like for me, like that's not, I don't, I like making reels and I like doing like TikToks and things. I originally started on BookTok and not on Bookstagram. I kind of made my way over to Bookstagram. And oh, so, um, interesting. yeah, okay. so I like was, I was also running my own TikTok, the, the, the TikTok for the, um, the podcast and then our TikTok is hard. Too. Yeah. It's, I don't know how you guys brutal. do reels and stuff. That's crazy. I tried one time and I was like, well, I suck at this. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> it's, it's definitely, it's, I don't know what it is about it, but I, I always just love, maybe it's like my, my internal, like love my like old soul for like the old vines and stuff. like right. that. I don't know. Maybe that's what. Yeah, no, I could from. see that. <laughs> but I, that's just, cool. Like, I love like making the videos and doing those. I think they're so fun. And, um, and Tot is very good at taking the pictures. Like she's very like all of her pictures are very pretty and like she's like perfect lighting and stuff. And I'm like, Meh. like it's just like it's not great. And so I I was like, I'll just stick with the videos. So on my personal page, I mostly just post videos because I'm like, I don't like writing long reviews. Like I don't usually write reviews, so I like don't like writing long reviews. And that's what I was doing, and I was getting so burnt out. I was like, I just spent an hour taking a picture that I'm kind of meant about, and like I just don't care about you know what I mean like I love the mm -hmm. book, but I'm not gonna sit here I don't know Todd and I talk about all the books that we read like all the time which is like great and I love that but writing it down is just a lot like I just like, no it's don't. book talk bookstagram it's it comes with a lot of pressure it really does you know like who like oh that person's posting all these new books I need to catch up or they're posting every day and this shop's, you know, coming out with new stuff every week. It's hard. You're just like, I, it's so hard to just focus on your own, your own little journey. Yeah. yeah I feel like it's, it's such a fun community and everyone's so nice, but then you look and you're like, Oh, good for you. And you're art six months early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jealous at all, you know, and like right <laughs> for you getting that, you know, whatever, getting that thing that I wanted and I didn't want to pay for it. Like good for you. Good for you. Like, you it's know, very hard. Yeah. It's really hard not to like compare, you know, it's hard yeah. to be like, 
especially like, I mean, especially, I mean, I think we get really caught up in like, oh, this person is doing this, but that person may have, may have been on bookstagram or book talk or what have you for a lot longer. Mm -hmm. And then there's also those people that have been on there for two weeks and they have like 10,000 followers, but that's fine. Everything's Um, fine. We're all fine. That's fine. fine. Like I'm just, you know, (laughs) making all these videos and content and like whatever, it's fine. But you know, but I mean, it's, everyone's journey is different. And sometimes I have to back and like, remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming to my TED talk. (laughs) so what's kind of been your favorite thing about running your own business and kind of creating this whole thing one of my favorite things I mean I guess it would you I mean a lot of us would always say you know working from home and creating my own schedule and that's always been great you know that's a great thing but um I think seeing how excited other people are for stuff that I I I'm creating it's the most it's like the coolest thing ever it's so cool and the way it makes me feel is, is unreal. So I think that might be my favorite thing is just the joy it brings people because, you know, the joy it brings people, it brings me like it, like a million times back. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is surreal. Like all these people are like supporting me just for, you know, drawing little things. So it's, it's that, I think that's been the best. It's just the way it's like the confidence boost it gives me. It's great. It's great. So, and I, I need that. <laughs> have you seen any of your like designs out in the wild like have you been like walking around or like traveled somewhere or even like in your hometown and been like I I did that I actually I haven't but I've had a lot of other people will message me and they're like dude I saw a girl wearing so-and-so shirt and I'm like what I would die if I like that happened and I don't even know what I would do like if I walk up to them and I'm like hi I'm I'm hurt or like just like silently like oh that's awesome just be like take a picture like I know that would be really cool cool. I feel like it's it's so crazy to see like to to be able to see that I feel like it would be really hard to find that because the the world is like so vast but I remember when I went to Disney this last in December like a few months ago I saw someone who had the tattoo and I don't know if you commissioned it but it looked a lot like yours where it was like a book and a butterfly and I tried so hard to like take a picture of it but I was like I don't know if this is like it was, she had a tattoo of it? Yeah, she had it, like, on her back, and it oh, was, Oh, wait, like, yes, I did have a girl that, um, got that on her shoulder. And I remember, yeah, and that's where it was, and I remember you saying that, like, you had commissioned one person's, and I was, like, I, this looks exactly like her picture, <laughs> but I, like, couldn't take a picture without being, like, super creepy, because she was, like, walking, and I was, like, I'm pretty sure that's book babe designs, oh, that's but that awesome. feels extra creepy, so I did see a tattoo in the wild that looked that's a lot crazy. like the ones you were wow. talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I was, like. Yeah, I wonder if it was that girl's. <laughs> I know it's that's probably been one of the wildest things is people like can I get this as a tattoo and I'm like sure like go ahead that's that's pretty crazy actually that's so I cool have- well I feel like that's a huge part of you too like you always share all the tattoos that you've gotten and things like that and your designs look a lot like I would imagine I would put them on me you know what I mean oh so, yeah yeah that's cool. really cool yeah I saw that and I was like I don't know if this is hers so that feels like creepy if I message you and I'm like hey I just saw someone with your tattoo <laughs> Slash, I couldn't just, get like, the picture. Up, they tap her on the shoulder, like, "Excuse me." I really thought about it too. I was like, "Is this too? Is it too weird?" <laughs> and he's like, "No, don't, don't do that." So, yeah, he literally was. My boyfriend was like, "Please stop," and I was like, "What?" I'm wearing a Jelly Jubilee shirt. She'll know. She'll know. <laughs> so yeah, that's so cool. I love that. So how did you decide to like what items you were gonna make? Was that something that you just felt like it was what you wanted to wear, or was there like these are the things that I feel like a lot of people would like, or how did you kind of decide which items to put your stuff on? So for this launch, I definitely wanted to try and 
do new things, which y'all probably seen a lot of the stuff I haven't done because I, I feel like I'd only done t-shirts, I guess, now that I'm thinking before this one. And I was like, man, I really want to try and do something else and make this, you know, not just shirts that I guess I'm trying to like go from, you know, just shirts that people make, which is not saying not to use your cricket, but just people to make like with their cricket design for like family. I'm trying to like kind of make it into a brand almost, I guess, which I don't know if that makes any sense, <laughs> makes sense in my head. Um, so I feel like I was like, okay, what else could I put this on that would just really pull people in and be like, oh, she has like a whole collection of, you know, clothing wear, which is why I've been wanting to do a jean jacket forever. And I finally found a supplier that could, you know, do one that I wanted. And so I, then I just started looking and I was like, all right, what else could I make? And then it was just like a list. And then everything just kind of started happening. Like the dagger pins like came out of nowhere one night while I was like laying in bed and I was like, whoa, imagine this, you know? And I was like, so I was like, let me get on Etsy. I was like, let me make sure no one's done this. So I search it and I couldn't find one. I was like, all right, this surely this will work. So Love that. is there something that you're like, I want to do this so bad, but you like, is there like one thing that you're like, this is the holy grail of my creativity? <laughs> like, I feel like something I would love to do is, you know how um, like special edition books have the foil design on the, is that what it's embossed or whatever? I would love to do that. Although I don't know how I would do that. I have no idea. I think that would be so cool. That would be cool. I guess I'm trying to think of some other products that I would want to do. I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to, oh, you know what? I want to do a blanket forever. Like my own little blanket thing but those blankets are hard to wholesale with custom designs. I don't know how people do that. So I feel like they're always really, really expensive. So expensive. And then they're like super thin too. They're not even, and I would want to get one that's like the big Sherpa thick ones. Yeah. I've gotten a few from bookish boxes and I'm always like, Oh, blanket. I'm so excited. I get it out. And I'm like, it's for a child. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that's what I don't want. But yeah, but I would love to have like my own where I could you know, do my own little designs, but we'll see. I, I was, I had to stop myself because there's so much other stuff I want to do. And I was like, you need to sell what you have first, <laughs> like sell everything you have first before you start adding new stuff. So that's totally fun. I like that. And I feel like a lot of people have tried to do those things, like make the denim jackets or like bomber jackets and things. And then it's like, they do it for a little bit. And then they're like, no, I don't like this anymore. Or, what I, or like the, the styles change. And I'm like, can someone please make me a denim jacket with books on it? Dang it. <laughs> because I feel like those are really fun. And you, I, I always feel like for me, it's like, I want something that's not just a t-shirt, you know, that I can wear out that like changes my style or like, that's not just the same thing over and over. Cause I wear like a ton of bookish graphic tees, but that's why I was so excited about finding the jacket and like being able to make that. I was like, I know. Uh, and I'm, I feel like it's like a, almost like door opening for me where I can make patches and people could add patches to it or pins. Like it could be a whole collection, but I have to like chill out before, you know, I go too crazy with it. Yeah, so yeah. that's my plan on that. And then I also want to get like a regular, like blue jacket, jean jacket. Yeah. I just want it to be where people can like add kind of like how you were talking about with how you have one where you have a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I'd love to people to be able to do that with these but that's why I'm kind of making them really simple with just kind of like a little but I do want to make one I feel like it'd be cool to have like embroidery going like up the sleeves it'd be we'll see it would have to be it'd probably be really expensive these ones are pretty expensive to make so we'll have to see on all that yeah your whole I love how we first started this we were talking about like I had I was like I have no like bookish teas I like ordered a bunch of like bookish teas and Todd was like I have none and then now that's like her entire wardrobe (laughs) (laughs) I know I feel like they weren't I don't know I guess when I got on Instagram I never saw um 
the only people I knew of that were like selling stuff was like bookish box and Alice great. But other than that, I never saw like little shops that were selling it. And now it's just so big. And then I feel like book t-shirts are massive right now. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's so popular. It's like, what a thing. I, I feel like I'm always one of those people that's like, I don't spend money on like stuff. <laughs> and then I got on bookstagram and I was like, take everything I own. <laughs> yeah. take all the money I've ever made in my life <laughs> and like it's just gotten so out of control but I it's like I can't stop and I'm like I just love everything and I love being able to go out and like wear all that stuff and just like have it on or like my bookshelf is out of control and just being That's able how to, mine is. Yeah. yeah like have all those things and it's just so fun to like have that be a part of your life and and be able to like buy things that are so custom and cute and Exactly. And then you feel like no one really knows what it is. So you feel kind of cool. You're like, I'm cool. Like no one has any idea what this shirt is. is. I know that's the best. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best thing ever. Which hasn't happened yet, but it's fine. Me neither. It's okay. It's fine. One day. It's fine. Yeah. I remember I wore a no mourners no funeral shirt out. And so I was like, is that like a sad thing? And I was like, no. like a book thing thanks for asking (laughs) (laughs) I was like it's subtle enough that like nobody knows but yeah it's been really fun that's so cool yeah it's very crazy like some of the things that I never imagined like when I first started bookstagram or it was like book talk and stuff like that I didn't imagine I would be buying these things like this like a dagger letter opener of like oh my gosh yes I have one yes prince of dragons and like all of my money for all of these things that are just like sitting there yeah necessary but yep. very necessary <laughs> to my being like <laughs> yeah yeah did I ever know I needed nine wands no I did not <laughs> like it's too many slices <laughs> yeah that's so cool all I know is I am definitely gonna go watch those recent podcasts about y'all I am so excited Maybe get some eye-opening things. They're intense. I'm, just as a warning, they're intense. And that was when we were, like, posting on stories and stuff. We're like, we're warning everyone right now. Like, in the <laughs> beginning of, of them, In the beginning of one of them, I was like, I'm going to tell everyone right now this is about to get real intense. And that's the only warning you're going to get. So buckle up. Like, it's so I, funny because it gets so progressive. Like, we started. And she was like, I think Akatar's like, okay, like, I get the hype. I, I could see this as, like, a comfort read. By the, end. the second one, she's like, okay, so this one put me in a rage. We the third one, she's like, I will never read this again. And I was like... You're not wrong. Oh my god! We went away with Throne of Glass too, though. Like it was like. Oh no! Yeah. Not I think it was just glass too much. Throne of Glass has yeah. so much stuff. It almost gets I think confusing. I just got kind of exhausted by the yeah. the last book sent me for many reasons. Yeah. But, um, Kingdom of Ash is like not it. The wrap up um, of it, I would have loved more. It gives me the rage. I love Tower of Dawn. So, like, I'll say it. Assassin's Creed oh, and, like, Tower of Dawn are, like, my favorites. So, it's, like... Tower of Dawn is the one with Kale, right? Kale, yeah, just Kale, Kale yeah. yeah. It, I just think it's I'm such just... a different vibe. And, like, I don't know. That series is just super long. And I'm, like, I'll never read it again. Like, I'll just, I'll just never have the time. <laughs> I'll never have the time. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I might read, like... I did love Assassin's Blade. I really yeah. like that one. I loved the Assassin's Blade. That was one of my favorites. Assassin's yeah. Blade, even though it just destroyed my soul. But um, I know. And then Tower of Dawn, I really like because I love Kale. Like I did hot take virtual, but hashtag Team Kale. Like from dude, I like him one. too. He gets a lot of hate. I really liked him. I didn't it's think so he weird. did anything. I'm like, I don't understand. I thought I thought so he had the best arc out of anyone in the entire series. He was just the most interesting for me, but um yeah I don't know I love Kale but I just remember sobbing during the last book like hit like sobbing so bad and my boyfriend was like or I guess fiance now 
He was like, like, are you okay? 13, I was like, oh, yeah, no, not okay. I was, yeah, like, I was, that was it. I was, I like, was like, I cannot like, believe that. I was like, not, not well, not doing well. I was, that was it for me. Thinking, like, I know Kirsten cried right here. And I was like, mm, how sad. <laughs> and I was I like, I know Kirsten was just like a blubbering mess. And I was like, oh, poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get, I, like I said before, I just finished Axif and I was like, I cried. And she's like, you, did, really? Did you? I was like, at what point? <laughs> Wait, in a court of silver flames? Yeah. I, I cried when they're like Why? hiking through the like Mount Hearn Cassian or like hiking. I was like, <laughs> I was like in a rage at that point. I was so angry. I was a wreck. I was oh. a wreck. Like I was just like, I was literally sitting in my bed sobbing. And my dog is looking at me like, are you okay? Like, but yeah, I know I was sobbing. I was not, uh, I was not okay. <laughs> really deep down in the soul. There's like three books total I've ever cried in. And I've only, I've only re-cried in Crescent City. That's it. But I've oh, read. Wow. Yeah, I cry every time. Every, oh, I was gonna say, have you? I cried cry every, every time. time. Yeah, and I think it's because it's the audio. Like it's different. Yeah. You know, like re-listening to it. But oh my gosh, yeah, just sob yeah. at the end. Addie like, LaRue is my favorite. You cry. I haven't yeah, yeah, read yeah. that. You I haven't read, read that one. Addie no, I haven't read Addie LaRue. I heard like either on and off stuff about it, so I just never did it. It's one of those ones, like, I think it's a really good book. It's a good standalone. And I like that it's a standalone. I wish there was like little maybe novellas of like the other information in the books. But Kirsten, like I was reading it and I was like, oh my gosh, it's such a good book. Like it's all about traveling, you know, and like time travel. And I like, I love that so much. And she's like, I heard it's really sad. And I was like, I mean, it's kind of sad. There's like nothing particular that's like happened yet. And then I like got to the end. It was like 20 minutes later. I was like, so I'm just silently like, I wasn't sobbing, but I was like weeping. Like tears were just like streaming out of my eyes. And I was like, so I'm, I'm just crying. If you need me. It is sad. I lied. And it was just, it took me by surprise. And it was just one of those ones where I was like, oh my gosh. So yeah, that one. Oh. And I was like surprised that you didn't cry at the 13 though, because you were like, I was say, so you didn't cry at that. No, like, I was really surprised. That was my biggest cry. Was it? That was my biggest cry and ever, ever, like in any book that was, it was sobbing like for I a good have... 10 minutes, Yeah, <laughs> put the book down and have a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not fine. I don't know. I think I kind of saw it coming. Like I just felt like something was going to happen. I was like, it, there's just too many things that have like gone on that this was going to end happy for like all of them. And I think once one of the wyvern died, I was like, here we go. Like, this is it. Someone's going down. It's going to be a big one. <laughs> so I think that was like, for me where I was like, okay, so they're obviously like not going to make it. <laughs> so I was not that surprised. I think I would have been, I think I would have cried had, uh, a lead not found Lorcan like in that scene. Oh, that I one, loved, I was so I much loved their storyline. Yeah. I, I loved when, I loved when it was their point of view. Yeah. yeah. Had she not found him, I think I would have cried. Like if that ended differently, but that was such an intense scene. I'm like getting chills, like thinking about it. <laughs> that scene was written so well. I Again, love them think of so them, there much. There are certain things in Bash that I like sent me over the edge, but there were certain scenes in that book that just like, oh, like it's just so good. Yeah, like, that's why I was so surprised she was 16. I was like, how was a 16 year old thinking of all of this? Yeah, she needs some therapy. I think. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> I'm trash for it, you know. Like, here I am. <laughs> please write more I'm just kidding <laughs> yeah no I think it's so good are you a book crier or no Justin King Justin King Bavash I know I feel like the, I'm trying to think that's the only time I've cried maybe I'm like maybe. more of a tv show crier I will like vampire diaries watch four times cry every time every yeah. time I will cry My every time just just finished the vampire diaries and she I like I like called her and I was like so did you finish it and she goes no I'm like a couple episodes in 
so major spoiler for anyone who hasn't watched Vampire Diaries, but like when oh, yeah. Enzo dies. Oh my god. Like, she's like, I got to the part where Enzo died, but you know, I'm fine because he's they're gonna bring him back. And I was like, yeah. Oh, that's how my boyfriend was. He's like, I'm never <laughs> sad, they bring everyone back. I didn't but you know the one that I was gets like, me. I don't want to ruin it. The one like, yeah, the last episode, and she's like, Enzo is gone. She's like, I bought like with, with like oh. Bonnie like leaving and everything. She's like, she's like, I cried so hard. And I was yeah. like, yep. The one that gets me every time is when Caroline's mom dies. Oh, that one's hard. And like Those Damon has the, the eulogy. Oh man. That one that was, that was a good so episode. sad. Yeah, that's, that's a, a sad one. one. I know, and you, which is weird out. because she was such a good, like crazy good character, and I never thought she would be. Yeah, I never thought they would like do what they did with her. And then they they were like, Yeah, she's dead. And I was like, okay yeah that one's rough I think that one gets me every time I can just and watch that watch scene and cry <laughs> yes I ugly cried at the end of the originals oh, really God. bad too that was a bad one <laughs> that was a bad nobody one I was like oh, how emotion. can they do this <laughs> yeah oh, no yeah. point with, nobody with, invokes emotion quite like the directors of the vampire diary with Coraline <laughs> and like her like I'm just gonna walk out and I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna like turn around I'm not gonna say goodbye and I was just like sobbing oh my god apparently (laughs) allegedly they didn't make them a thing because people were too excited about them over damon and elena and they didn't want them to take away the like spotlight from damon and elena and i was like okay elena's i don't like elena elena's me neither she should have died yeah long long ago (laughs) i'm trash for damon but like chloraline is like and benzo like bonnie and enzo it just like these great like ships that they were just like nope like her i don't get it i don't but, like bonnie and jeremy bonnie were so, dirty. so good too you know like she, yeah i liked them they just they ruined it all because they were like elena yep yeah but like bonnie like, was so screwed over and bonnie they and did her and so her bad life. they i don't understand like i was like dude elena is horrible horrible bonnie, like <laughs> bonnie suffers because of her only yeah bonnie and caroline should have been the main characters for like way longer yep. <laughs> kick her out a while ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> for real yeah kirsten's a big book crier and i'm like i'm with you i think i'm a big i'm a more of a tv crier but there's like a couple books that have you read crescent city brianna yes like a year ago um i i just need to reread it like i don't i don't remember what's crazy so everyone was like the ending is wild and i was like and i don't remember a wild ending so i'm like did i not finish the book because i don't remember what people are talking about so i thought the same thing and i re-listened to the audio and i was like i forgot all of this like i mm. kirsten hasn't read it so i don't want to do spoilers but i yeah. i remember like a, a specific part like a very end to bryce's story i felt like and then this whole like last 100 pages happens and i was like i blacked all of this out like I don't remember that, that must have been what all. i did yeah so i'm gonna have to reread because i would everyone was like oh my gosh and i was like wait i don't know what people are talking about at all so yeah i i feel that same way because i listened to it and i was like did i uh, <laughs> I don't remember any of this happening <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's such a long book too so yeah mm-hmm. it's, it'll be interesting I'm excited for Tuesday it's gonna be another one of those like epic days on the internet yep yeah, it is I'm, I'm excited to read it I'm really excited to read it I know Todd's been like like so amped for me to read this book <laughs> I just love it so much <laughs> I love it so much I don't know why it's awful <laughs> it's <a toxic> trait. <laughs> I'm like Crescent City yes that is my personality. In case anybody was wondering, fight me. This was awesome. Thank yeah. you guys for having me. Yeah, thanks Thank for hanging for out with us. It's been, really it's appreciate been so it. So much fun. Yeah, it has been. No, this is good. I know this like flew by. I don't know how long we've been on here. 
flew by like so fast. Yeah, we could talk. We could talk for hours. <laughs> Me too. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm always like, I'm just gonna record. We can always edit later. Like I'll just yep. <laughs> I can take it out if we want. But um, if you want to let everyone know where they can find you on in- Instagram, go with yeah, that. sure. So I guess since my website, I'm redoing my website. So just Instagram, it would be on Book Babe Designs, and there's a dot between each names like book dot babe dot designs I think um and yeah I'm not on TikTok I want to try but I'm too scared people are mean on there too absolutely it's intense TikTok is intense for sure businesses get shredded on there like I'm not ready for that I don't have the emotional stability for that (laughs) well we will link everything below in the show notes if you guys have any questions and things like that you guys can always just click the link and we'll send them your way so thanks for hanging out with us no yeah thank you guys this was Awesome. Thank you. It's been great. It has. All right. Well, I will see y'all on Bookstagram. Bye. Just a few announcements this week. We are reading Dark Shores by Danielle Jensen for the March book club pick. So if you guys want to head over to the link in the discord and join there, you guys can go ahead and do that. If you guys have not, go ahead and check out our Patreon page for some bonus episodes, behind the scenes content and bookish goodies. If you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe and please leave a five-star review. And you can also leave ratings on Spotify. So keep that in mind if you guys want to leave us a five-star review on there as well. We had so much fun talking with Brianna from Book Babe Designs. Her newest launch is going to be March 12th. So mark your calendars. It's going to be this weekend. We cannot wait. We are super excited. So if you guys have any questions or anything like that, check out the show notes for all the information on where to find Brianna. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Thank you for listening to the Bookish Banter podcast this week. We would appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thank you once again, and we'll see you all next week.